Are you curious about bodies, pleasure, and possibilities? And what about curious about what others are up to on the planet when it comes to pleasure, sex, and play? Have you considered what pleasure can do for your life, your body, and your bank account? Do you know something magical, delightful, and out of this world orgasmic is not only possible for you, but totally available to you? If you're ready to be the magical, sexual, sexy beast you know you can be, and you just need the tools to get there, you're in the right place. Now, here's the host of The Pleasure Zone, sensual movement artist, relationship, and sex alchemist, Milica Jelanić. Welcome, 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 my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. I know you guys like fetish nights, and tonight we're talking about fetishes. I think the very first fetish that I actually talked about was uh, urolasia, I believe, which is uh, what some people know as golden showers, which is and was and probably still is to date one of the most listened to shows that I've got. So... I know that fetishes are fascinating and who doesn't want to talk about fetishes, right? So that's what we will be talking about today. But specifically, we're going to be talking about feet fetishes and hand fetishes. And surprisingly, they don't go together. No, surprisingly, what what really is amazing to me is that feet get way more attention than hands. But let's think about this. We often hide our feet, so they're a little bit more mysterious and intriguing. I think if we did walk around with gloves all the time, like perhaps people did in the 16, 17, 18th centuries, the upper class wearing gloves, that would actually become more appealing because it's something that's hidden. However, these days, they're not so hidden, are they? So those of you who do have hand fetish, aren't you lucky? You're seeing hands pretty much everywhere. Although right now in some parts of the world, like here in Canada, we are still under quarantine. This is May 5th of 2021. Last year this time, I don't think I thought I would be saying that we're still in quarantine. So um, people are still having to wear certain protective gear like, uh, like gloves in the grocery stores. So the hands are not being that seen. So maybe we're going to bring a little, bring a little sexy back with hand fetishes. We're going to find out, uh, what goes on there in the world in the next little while. For those of you who are listening for the very first time, you might be thinking, what? I've stepped into some kind of fetish world. Well, not always. Not every episode on here is about fetishes. We always, though, have an air of talking about pleasure. There's always, always, everything in these shows is directed towards pleasure. Whether the pleasure comes from at some time we have resolved uh, traumas and issues and we're talking about the traumas and issues to resolve those in order to move forward to have pleasure, or whether we're talking nitty gritties of how to do blowjobs, this show is all about pleasure. So we're not going to miss out on any of that, are we? No. And a beautiful thing about pleasure is it's such a wide topic. This whole concept of pleasure is so vast. And what it ultimately comes down to is experiencing our bodies in different ways with different things and different means. So today we're going to be talking about fully embracing and experiencing our feet. Now, I have to tell you, this was not a topic I thought I'd ever talk about. It's not that I have an 
uh, an aversion necessarily to feet anymore, but I certainly did as a teenager. It would have been the last thing, not only the last thing I wanted to look at, the last thing I wanted to talk about. And in fact, this evening, just before my show, as sometimes this happens, I was uh, talking with my husband and I was telling him that tonight's episode's on feet. And he was like, can we not talk about that? For him, it is like the opposite. It's almost like foot phobia. So he does not have a love of feet. And I thought it was kind of fun to bring that up because it is a reaction that you often get from people. If you say something like, hey, uh, have you ever met somebody with a foot fetish? There are a lot of times you'll see like faces like, like people just looking grossed out, weirded out. There's a lot of judgment around feet. Why we walk on them all day. Sometimes we put them in shoes. Sometimes they start to smell. Sometimes there's things like foot fungus going on. So tonight I will be giving you some hints and tips and tools on how to get those feet super sexy and healthy. Absolutely. Cause that is helpful, especially if you are with somebody who has a foot fetish and you want to be able to share your feet in a way that really excites you and them as well. So what is a foot fetish? Why do people have it? Well, there's theories and theories abound as there are in many things. When it really comes down to it, we really don't know anything. We don't really know how the mind works and why it works the way it does. Although lots of people will comment about, there must have been an early childhood trauma. Thanks, Freud. That's probably Freud's concept. So also one of the Freudian concepts is that fingers and toes look a little bit like penises and therefore we are interested in them. Thanks, Freud. So lots of different thoughts on those things. Now, what does it come down to? Does it really matter? Does it really matter why somebody is attracted to feet or hands? Nah, doesn't really matter. As long as the people who are involved in the, in the acts, in the pleasure acts, are consensual. As long as these acts are consensual, whether it's consensual, non-consent, whatever form of consent we're talking about, whatever it happens to be, as long as there's consent, it's a-okay. Now, I do encourage a lot of hygiene on my shows. I've actually done entire shows dedicated to, to vulva hygiene, to uh, penis hygiene as well. So let's just play with this, that the idea of fetishes are really some some of them are extreme right we have talked about some extreme ones on the show as well like choking um, as as one of the types of of fetishes now they don't all go hand in hand just because somebody likes feet doesn't mean they like choking at the same time right so not to think that hey everything is so weird if you're into feet you've got to be into all of these other things as well so I think that when we when we look at what what is the underlying theme of a fetish is that there is something that is unusual, call it unusual, not your average run of the mill thing that would turn somebody on. Heck, you could have a fetish about buttons. Then you see buttons and you are super turned on. There are literally, if you look up philias, uh, you'll find there are thousands of philias in the world for anything and everything that exists. There are people who have a total erotic turn on by it. And to me, that's the most beautiful thing 
that there's truth behind that, that we can be turned on by literally anything. Now, there's beauty on that. And then there's also disturbing thoughts on that, where I think that, you know, some people do get turned on by other people being harmed or being violated, uh, non-consensual practices. That is where I get concerned when people get turned on by other people get being harmed um, and it's non-consensual. That bothers me. So what I want to talk about today is, is really the, the more the, the energy of what is it to really allow somebody to admire your body? Because you have to be on the receiving end as well of this fetish. You know, if you're with a lover who loves feet and you're like, how do I deal with this? Because I don't love having my feet admired. And also, if you are a lover of feet and would like to know, how do I approach my lover and tell them that I would like this? So in my life, I have had one experience ever of somebody who had a foot fetish. And I was about 20, maybe 22 or 23. I was fresh out of university. Oh, I must have been 24. I was living in uh, an apartment by myself, uh, had gone out for a pretty fun night and had a playmate come over. And the playmate was highly turned on by feet, full on foot fetish. There was not even like a room for a moment to breathe to discuss what this was. And yes, I'd heard of foot fetishes prior to that. Hey, I'd been in university for psychology. We talked about all kinds of things. However, I had never come across somebody who was adamant about this is their turn on. And I found it quite aggressive because there was no conversation. There was nothing that led into it. There was not even an ask of like, does this work for you? So even though this sounds weird, it can feel like, like a rude violation to your body if somebody is trying to lick your toes and you don't like it. So we need to have conversation, right? It's a little, it's a little different than some other violations, I suppose. However, maybe, maybe not, right? I don't know. How do we qualify somebody's infringing on your body? Um, anyway, it was not excessively violent. I was just like, I'm not into this and it ended. However, I'm sure that there are people out there who will sit through it just hoping or feeling like they don't want to be wrong or bad and they don't want to stand up for themselves. So you might be receiving some of these philias in your life and you don't really know how to deal with like your partner infringing this, throwing these ideas at you and you feel kind of um, guilty or there's different emotions that come up where you might feel guilty for not giving them what they want or whatever it is, it's your body and you've got to honor what works for you and your body. So if it's something that when we talk about different things that can turn you on, there are yes, no's and maybes. And you can find that list of mine. You can find it on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. Now, I didn't get deep into to paraphilias on that list. I mostly worked with some pretty average state-of-the-art, state-of-the-art, run-of-the-mill kind of just, uh, well, definitely in the vanilla world, but and onto the verge of starting to step into some more playful, uh, different things, more fetishistic play. So that doesn't really sit on that list. However, you can add it to your list. All of these things that I mentioned on my shows, if they're not on the list, 
throw them on the list. If this is a no way, Jose, put it on your no way, Jose part of your list. If this is a maybe because I've never tried it, maybe I could try it kind of section of your list, then by all means, check it out. Now, there are certain things that you want to do if your lover is somebody who likes to lick toes or to suck on toes. You really want to have your feet clean. But one of the fun ways to do it is to have maybe a night where you give yourself like a pedicure or maybe it turns your partner on to watch you soak your feet and have a pedicure. I say that now because we're in Ontario. We can't go, which is where I live. We can't go to a spa and get a pedicure right now. So you kind of going to have to do this home styles, my friend. But when they those spas do open up, by all means, it may actually be a hugely erotic turn on for your partner to watch you get a pedicure. It's hard to say. And then it got into these thoughts of hmm, if I had podophilia, that's different than pedophilia, by the way, pedophilia is about children, podophilia is about feet. So if I had podophilia, I think I would probably work in a salon and I would touch feet all day or I would become a reflexologist and work on feet like all day long, especially if it turned me on. And, and to think of it is like it would be almost be preparatory, getting those feet ready so that you can like admire them, look at them, love them. I think that would be my saying. Yeah. So I don't really have that saying, but if I did, that would be the step I would take. So this is for everybody out there. This is this is really for people who are kind of the show is really for people who are kind of curious, not sure. What are we looking at here with um, with playing with feet and fetishism and what can we do with them and how do we do this and be respectful to each other and what kind of conversations do we have from the person who would like it to the person who would maybe like to try it or receive it. And if you're new to this game, this shows for you. For those of you who are like super experts in most fetishes and would like more ideas, you should really check out my friend Gaia Morissette. She's been on this show before as a guest, but she has she has some pretty cool hardcore trainings in different fetishes and she's a lot of fun. So um, I'm actually currently taking some fun trainings with her. So get in on there too. They're quite fun. They happen uh, every few, every third like Friday of the month and you can jump in and watch her spanking people and giving lessons on all kinds of things. I do believe her foot one comes up in maybe June or July. So that'll be quite quite a pleasure to, to actually see. For me, I'm a really curious person and I love to see how people play. I like to know like what is it that turns somebody on? If I wasn't so curious, I wouldn't have had this show for so long. And so my curious curiosity tonight is all about feet and like why is it, what is it that has people so erotically turned on by looking at them, smelling them, licking them, sucking them, touching them, seeing them in stockings, seeing them in high heels, seeing them in boots. And I almost did my entire show just in high heels tonight. So if you're listening right now and you'd like to like walk around the house and get some things done while you're listening, get the app. Inspired Choices now has an app you can get on your on your uh, iPhone or on your Android. You can download it in the Apple apps. You can also download it in the um, the Google shop as well. So the Google app store. 
download it, you can enter the contest. We have a contest going on until May 17th. There are a bunch of prizes to win. They're super exciting. And if you go in, you can go into inspiredchoicesnetwork.com, click on the contest um, little tab, and you will find your way into what you can do to join the contest. Lots of fun ways and easy ways to join the contest. You can get up to five entries to win different prizes. And some of the prizes are valued at over $1,000. It's pretty amazing. And so do that. Go click that on. Get your phone up. Turn it on. Get that app downloaded while we are going to the next commercial break. So you're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for the Pleasure Zone with Melitza. Every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email info at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet. Um, lost your feet. You might be an amputee, but a lot of us have feet. And I was thinking about different feet things back in the day. And there have been a lot of different feet things that have gone on throughout history. Like random tidbits came to mind, like back in the day in ancient China, when women would have their feet bound so that they would become, it would become necessary for them to be looked after. And I think it's fascinating to think about all the different ways that feet have been looked at and viewed over time. And I also think about um, in Toronto, there's a place called the Badish Shoe Museum. And I don't know why, when I was like 20, I went into the Badish Shoe Museum. I was fascinated by the shoes and the things we've actually done to our feet, the different shoes that are next to impossible to wear and walk in 
the the shoes that the geisha wear, which I don't know the name of right now, but um, would create very delicate small steps and fascination with the small feet as well, and the delicacy of walking, and and then we've gone and and we've done things like we've morphed our feet by wearing high heels that squish them but there's something about high heels that are are incredibly sexy and i do find i have to say i do find that women's feet and high heels are very sexy actually feet in general if i see feet and high heels they're very sexy to me and calves i have a thing for calves and maybe i have a calf fetish which i think is i really love calves when i think about it so um I could have a calf fetish. And if I do, I have to check on that. I don't actually, there's just certain calves that are just like, damn. Um, but in heels, calves can look phenomenal. So I'm thinking, how, how far back does this go? This goes back pretty far, probably for as long as we've had feet. Just kidding. Probably for as long as we've made things naughty, which is several thousand years, as soon as we started to put rules on things and make them wrong and bad. But I even was thinking about this on the show today when I was preparing some information about how even like Jesus had his feet washed by John the Baptist. And there was something uh, part of, our, of his um, baptism was to have his feet cleansed. And there's something about that that our feet are considered sort of lowly, right? Like to have somebody kiss your feet would say that they are beneath you. To have somebody wash your feet is to say they are beneath you. And so there's something about an adoration of feet that is very submissive. And to be willing to be in the submissive position to adore feet, is kind of fascinating. So for those of you out there who are super fetishistic about feet, I'm really curious, like, are you, are you into heels? Are you into bare feet? Are you into like polished nails? Are you into stockings on feet? What is it that is your, your big turn on? Or is it all of those things? I also, when I think of feet, I do love, uh, high heels on feet, but I also love like high boots, like kick ass slut boots, love them with like high heels. I own several pair. Actually, I was kind of hoping to do the whole show in that, but here's my thing for you is if you are into that, uh, write to me, I will send you a picture of my feet and boots. And so I dare you to actually go, I'm, I would like to see your feet and boots. I will send you a picture, but you have to dare to actually write to me. Uh, so you can write to me through my website at melitzajelinek.com. So if you mention it here, you'll get it free. Otherwise you'll have to go to my website and pay for that picture in future because I'm thinking that that could be sexy. And it's kind of fun to me to have my feet adored in high heels. And um, so now that I'm thinking about it, maybe I have some level of interest in this. However, it's just not having my toes necessarily sucked on, but what do I know? Maybe I'm wrong, maybe I do, and I haven't tried it yet. So right here, right now, I'm here to say, what the heck do I know? Maybe I'm into it and didn't even realize it. Cause let's face it, there's been a lot of things that I've talked about on this show that I never thought I would be like, hey, that's not so bad after all. I was kind of judging that. And maybe there's nothing to judge here. Maybe it's just fascinating and could be super playful and fun. So 
If you want a picture of my feet in black leather boots, you just PM me. Find a way through social media or so if you do social media me, uh, let me know why you're doing it. Say, hey, listen to your show. I'd love a picture of your feet and boots. That's all you got to say. And they are kind of kick ass. So yeah, if you like, like want a little picture of that, I'm so into sending that to you. So uh, when we're talking about feet, what is it? There is something submissive about it. There is something about adoration of, of feet, which are like, as I was kind of looking at historically, like what have we done with feet? We've bound them, we've cleaned them, we've, um, we've done things like put chains around people's feet to restrict their movement uh, through slave slavery. We've done all kinds of things to people. We've made people walk barefoot for torture. We've had people walk across fire. We've just done the gamut, haven't we, people? We've done like literally everything. And maybe even a lot of those are still quite erotic, like walking on fire could still be incredibly erotic. I did it once. I didn't find it erotic personally, but I think I was really mad that day. So that didn't really help. Uh, I don't think I was mad. I was mad that day, so it didn't help. But <laughs> I'm sure if I was in a better mood, it probably worked out and would have been quite fun. So what can we do for feet that would be totally erotic and fun? Let's start easy, right? Let's start with foot worship of washing. Now, if you do like feet that are bare feet, this would be a really great place to start. So you can even just test out and see if this works for you by getting like a nice basin of water, like warm water, soaking it up and just being willing to touch and rub your lover's feet. And that might just do it. I know a lot of women who love having their feet massaged and they probably don't even realize how much of a turn on it is. Part of it is that you're, you do have a lot of nerve receptors on the bottom of your feet and when they do get rubbed, you start to relax. So things like at, you know acupuncture on the feet or reflexology on your feet or foot massages in general can be very relaxing. And when your body can relax, it can also be turned on. No, it's weird because it seems backwards, but when your body does relax and feels at ease, you can also let go more. So it can become very erotic and it become orgasmic as well. So we can start with that simple, it's both hygienic and playful. So you could do all kinds of things, make it bubbly, uh, massage those feet up. You could get things like a file to file feet down. You can also scrub them and rub them. And then after you've washed them all up, you could put some beautiful oils on them. So I actually recently received some beautiful massage oils from a friend of mine, and they have smells that I absolutely adore. And I've been rubbing these oils now, like on my body, as long as we don't have flies outside, because I live in like on the part of Ontario where we get black flies. And this is kind of a peak of just about to get into the season of black flies we've had a few up so as long as I'm not going to get killed by black flies I'm really into this smell so I've been rubbing it on my my legs and arms and feet a lot and loving it um, kind of surprising to me how much my body actually really loves having super beautiful massage oils on it so I've been enjoying that a lot and that's something that you can get as well super cheap you can even make your own you could find 
uh, carrier oils and add different scents for yourself and have your feet rubbed and massaged and really enjoy that. So I know that that sounds kind of too simple almost like, but you know what, for somebody who loves touching feet and admires feet, that might be one of the greatest gifts you can give them is to just let them adore your feet. So what is it, for example, um, if you have an aversion to this, like what is it about it that you have an aversion about? And that's something that I've been looking at. Like, what is it that I'm averted to? Like, what is it that was having me kind of put off and turned off? And were those even my ideas or my points of view? Well, I have to tell you, a lot of them are actually my, um, currently my husband's ideas because he's not into that. But even prior to that, I once worked at a foot, uh, foot sh uh, shoe store, foot store. I worked at a shoe store and had a really hard time with feet and people's feet. I, th I think though that I also, because of the background I come from with a family and medicine, then I trained in holistic health. I start to think about things like foot fungus and I kind of get on a, a, like a trail in my brain. So what I know is if feet are clean and they're happy and there's no like disease going on, then they're quite lovely. They can be super lovely. And the adoration of them is even more, um, more beautiful. So having your feet clean, you know, soft and manicured, pedicured can be so delightful and it can be delightful for the person seeing your feet, but it can be delightful for your body to actually have your feet feel that good. So I encourage you to just try that. Just try and let your body have a moment of adoration of your feet and give like full gratitude and appreciation of your feet and see how your body feels. It might start to get turned on. There's a thought. So we're going to head to our next commercial break because I'm just like chatting away about whatever feet and such because I like to talk. So you're listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices and Network, and we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich, you'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life, and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Interested in masturbating for money, copulating for consciousness, and pleasuring on purpose? 21 Days of Sexual Magicism with sensual movement artist Milica Jelenic is an exploration of tools, processes, and actions that you can use to create more for your life, your body, your money inflows, and so much more. Graduated learning for all levels of interest. Learn at your own pace via video classes or join the yearly live class. Take a peek at www.melitzajelenic.com. This is The Pleasure Zone 
with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. To participate in the program today, join our live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email info at melitzayelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Well, welcome back, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. For those of you who are like, oh, really into the whole idea of fetishes, you are stumbling upon a fabulous show tonight. In fact, we're talking about one of the most common fetishes, which is a foot fetish. And the technical name for it is podphilia. And forgive me if I don't pronounce the philias correctly, because I, you know, I'm me. I usually pronounce Greek words correctly, but you never know. So there are, there's actually also a name for hand fetishes. And in the title, I, I briefly mentioned that this is about feet and hand fetishes. And I will tap into a bit of the hand fetish. It's sort of a similar take, but not the same reason. And not everybody who has a foot fetish is going to have a hand fetish. In fact, hand fetishes are not that common. So hand fetishes are known as queerophilia. And they partly what what one um, person who was doing research on queerophilia mentioned was that they felt that hands represent things like our health and they represent a healthy partner and as a result, they represent somebody that you could create and uh, create a life with. So it's not as common. So that was from one site where there are conversations from different, um, well, experts in their field. So some of them are dominatrixes, some of them are psychologists. It was just an interesting forum that I was reading. And so in this particular case with hand fetishes, it's more about like the nails sucking on fingers and licking fingers and doing, giving hand jobs or fingering or scratching things involving the hands. Now feet, feet go a little bit deeper because there are just so many people with it. Uh, some of the stuff though that was not mentioned, which I believe could exist are you have a group of people who in the world are also into different uh, dressing up like dressing up in different costumes for example things like steampunk where women are wearing gloves from back in the day from the 1800s and there is something that would be very sensual about that and i briefly mentioned like there were probably times in history where hands were a very big turn on because you didn't really see women's hands they were hidden by gloves and so they were something that was more revered because they were secretive just as as all our body parts start to get revealed, some of the mystery about them goes away. And I'm thinking in a country where our feet tend to be hidden, there might be more people who are fascinated by looking at feet because they're hidden. Now, I didn't do like a cross-cultural study or reference on this. However, it would be interesting for anybody out there who is studying paraphilias to do a cross-cultural reference to see if this same if podphilia actually exists also predominantly in cultures where people are walking barefoot a lot. So in hotter countries where, you know, or, or in poverty stricken countries where there is nobody wearing shoes, does this exist? Or is this more of a something that you find in countries where people are wearing shoes a lot, so their feet are hidden or mysterious in a way. So 
that would be a really big curiosity to me to see where were any of these studies uh, done, conducted on the research on theories behind the why of this. So I think a lot of a lot of things that we find um, in the fetish world are because they're forbidden. And so if your feet are being hidden, they're slightly forbidden, right? So I, uh, I encourage you to just explore these things that you think they're so bad and forbidden because maybe they're actually a turn on for you. They could be holding some, some like gift in there for you to feel uh, in a way like your body to get excited in ways that had never been excited before. And by the way, yes, I'm very aware of what's behind me and sticking out of my head and it's cracking me up. And I did it on purpose. We actually lined these up beforehand. So if you are looking on video, yes, I know what that is. And I know that it looks like it's coming out of my head. So cool. I could just turn like this and just, you know, and uh, yeah, it's cracking me up at the same time as it's uh, slightly distracting me, but it's all good. So, so I know that we have also all these senses that we can play with, right? So when it comes to anything, when it comes to play is to use all of your senses. So I briefly mentioned before that, you know, having your feet washed and having your feet admired and rubbed and, um, you know, whether it's like washed and scrubbed and then put oil on them, but like you would if you were going to a, a get a pedicure done, having a pedicure can can be quite lovely as well although i've never had somebody do my pedicure who allowed their bodies to be turned on by it at the same time that would be fascinating to me to actually have a pedicure by somebody who thoroughly enjoyed their job now if there are pedicurists out there who thoroughly enjoy their job in a way that it actually turns them on where it's an erotic experience, let me know. I'm curious. I would like to go and try that out. And I think it would be fun to try that out. <laughs> so the whole, uh, the whole thing with working with bodies is to actually allow yourself to enjoy it, right? I know we get in trouble for these things like working on somebody and you allow your body to be turned on for men it's a little harder because they have physical evidence that can show up to show that they're turned on so for women when i work on people my body is like automatically turned on i usually touch bodies and even though you would think really my body is like all right i'm here so just saying a little turn on people for those of you who are doing um, any kind of body work, whether you're doing manicures or pedicures, a little bit of turn on could be a lot of nice, just a thought. And uh, so we started with that washing. So that's like hands on the feet, doing things like massage or rubbing or scratching or anything like that. And adding the oils as like the smell, right? So your scent instead of smell, we're gonna get rid of the stink and add some scent. So doing some things like adding some scent is great too. I don't know if you notice behind me, I have, um, for those of you watching on video, I have this candle that's really lovely too. And it's a, it's a body candle. I sell them through the, uh, the Pure Romance site. And you can light it up and it's got an oil 
uh, it's like a soy oil and it's very soft and gentle and it's warming and it has a beautiful soft scent to it. So you can light that up and use that as a massage as well for the feet, just a nice little addition. There are also others saying, mm, I just opened it and it smells so good. Now I wanna put it on my own feet. Uh, there are other things you could use as well. You could use feathers. Perhaps you've got something lying around home that you could tickle feet with, that you could even bind the feet. I think, I personally, I love looking at bindings. They're the special knot formations and having, uh, I think it's an art form that's absolutely stunning to me. Um, and as a result, I've bought my own rope. Uh, it's way up here on the top shelf. But uh, it's beautiful. And so having even your feet bound or um, your ankles bound can be a beautiful form of ador adoration as well. If, if, again, this needs to be consensual. So having these conversations, oh my God, it's conversation time. How do we have a conversation about this? Well, when you first start dating, usually people are a little bit shy. So these things don't come up, but uh, however, they might, because you know what? I didn't start dating in the world that's existing now. I started dating, like when I think about it, I started dating like 30 years ago. Whew, 30 years ago is when I started my dating life. And it's kind of crazy to think about it, 31 years ago, actually. And we didn't have apps on the phone and we didn't even, I didn't even have email for crying out loud. We had phones. And we met people in public. That's what we did. And so having conversations was natural. So I get that this is a generation that doesn't necessarily have conversations, or maybe we've lost the conversations, or maybe these are conversations you've been in a relationship for a very long time. And it's something that you never felt you could tell your lover you really desired. So one of the ways to start is to start simple, like the washing, and just say, you know what, I was just wondering if you'd really like you know, we can't go anywhere because of COVID and such. Can I give you a pedicure? What a great time. The things that COVID has done for us has actually like let us be able to open up to things that maybe before we were shy about because we're thinking, how can I ask my wife if I can give her a pedicure or my lover if I can give her or him a pedicure because they could just go get one. But when they can't, guess what? Your world opens up. I'd love to gift you this. It's Mother's Day coming up. I'd love to gift this on behalf of your children. I'd love to gift you a little foot massage here. So that could be fun, right? And there is there's an abundance of ways that you can bring it up. But one of them is to say also to your lover is like, hey, can we just try some other things that could be fun? Um, what do you feel about some, some of these ideas? And if you really have a hard time saying them, you can always put a jar out and you can put the 10 things you would like to experiment with into that jar and your lover can do the same thing and you swap jars, go off into your own spaces, read the jars and then leave the things in the jars that you're actually willing to do and give it back to your lover, okay? So if you have a hard time having a conversation, that's one way to get the ball rolling. Make your two little love jars or three, however many there are of you lovers out there. If you're, if you're having a love fest and there's lots of you, then get all the jars out. 
put your name on it so everybody knows what's happening. But I think we're really aiming for two right now, because if you can't have the conversation between two, the chances are you are not uh, in a relationship with multiple lovers. So get your jar out, put 10 things that you'd like to try in there. It could be simple. It could be, I'd like to adore your feet. I'd like to uh, give you a massage. I would like to finger you for like 20 minutes. I'd like to try this thing called oming. I would like to kiss your neck. I would like to, um, I don't know, stick a vibrator up your butthole, whatever, whatever flies for you, put it in the jar. Talk about that because it's one way to get the conversation started without feeling awkward. And then share those jars and see what happens. You can also just put it in the list. But I think jars are fun because I don't know. I like jars. I, It's one of the things I have uh, couples do is to put gratitude into jars as well. Because then it's like a gift and you open it and you have a jar with gratitude in it. And it's fun. So get out your wishes. Put them in the jar. And then see what's left in the jar. Now, you know there's going to be some issues going on if your lover says nay to all of them. Then you need some negotiation going on uh, in your relationship because your relationship may not be working so hot for you at that time. So if that's the case, if your lover says no to every one of your requests and you're trying to spice up your relationship, it's a good time for some relationship coaching. So you can contact me for that. You can contact me through my website, melitsajelanik.com. You can also contact me through different social media, like um, mostly you'll find me through Facebook and through Instagram, although I'm going to be in LinkedIn more, so feel free to message me there as well. Just let me know what you're messaging me about. Say, I'm interested in your relationship coaching and some of the things that we can do for that. So hands, that's a good start. Scent is a good start. And what else do we have? We have a few more senses left, which we will talk about. So stay tuned in. First, go get the app. If you don't have it, go get the app on your phone. Whether you have an Apple phone, whether you have an iPhone or whether you have an Android, go get the app. Download the Inspired Choices Network app in your through your Google um, store or through your uh, your iPhone Apple store. So go get that. Enter the contest to win because there's so many things can win. I think there's 50 more prizes almost available. So go get into that. The contest ends uh, mid-May of 2021. So hop on that and get some prizes. So you are listening to The Pleasure Zone here on Inspired Choices Network. And we'll be right back after this commercial. Are you secretly a voyeur, wondering what's going on in other people's sex lives? What if now is the time for a totally different sexual evolution? Are you interested in people who are pioneers of different sexual and pleasurable practices? Lean in now with Melitza Yelenich, where she will entice you and your body to know your own pleasure zone. On the Pleasure Zone radio show with sensual movement artist Melitza Yelenich. You'll receive tools, inspiration, and a foundation to allow yourself to receive more in your sex life, and quite possibly other areas of your life as well. Listen for The Pleasure Zone with Milica every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist Milica Yelenich. To participate in the program today, 
join our live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email, info at MelitzaYelenich.com. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, my sweet, sweet pleasure seekers. In our last little segment, we're going to talk about the little bits of the last parts of our senses we can use with the feet. So we talked a bit about touch, right? So you can massage, you can rub, you can tickle, you can squeeze. And you can also rub your, for example, you can, through touch, rub your genitals on feet as well or different body parts. It doesn't just have to be the hands for touch. So you can rub different body parts on the feet. Again, get those feet clean. So you don't want to like be transferring any kind of, uh, say, um, foot fungus onto your crotch or onto your armpits or your boobies or anything like that. So you want to have clean, clean feet before you play. That's key. No spreading of nothings. Okay, friends. So we talked about that. We talked about touch in different ways. And you can absolutely touch with different things as well. You could include um, clitoral vibrators, because why not? And put them on your toes and check them out and see how that feels. Even vaginal vibrators, use anything. See what that feels like. What have you got to lose, right? And then we talked a bit about different temperatures too with the oils and heated oils. You can use different temperature play on feet as well. And we also talked a bit about scent and adding different flavors and scents. Um, so flavors, that comes to the mouth. But scents, you can definitely use different oils and different scents uh, on the feet. And feet are usually pretty safe with that. Some people may have allergies, so you do want to do some test patches if, they, if this is a new play for them. And they don't know if they have allergies to this. So also, um, one of the things that you can do is get some of these warming massage oils, like from uh, Pure Romance, we have a line called Sensations. And there are a whole bunch of different flavors you can check out. So when you put them on and you rub them in, they warm up and then you can lick them off. So you've got some flavors happening. You can also use regular foods as well, like whipped cream and different foods you've got lying around the house, like jams. Uh, feet are pretty good that way. Vulvas, not so much, but feet, yes. So if you do put stuff on your feet and you think you want to stick your toes into your lover's um, vagina, not so much, my friend. Not if you have like whipped cream on your on your toes, you don't want to be mixing that stuff. It can be it can be rough on the body, so it can create some health issues. So, we talked a bit about um, taste. Just imagine whatever you'd like to put on food, you can pretty put much put on your feet as well. Pretty much, I wouldn't put anything with uh, hot peppers on there because I could burn. So, then what else do we have? Well, we have sight, and that's when it comes down to things like high heels, stockings foot jewelry, like toes, having rings on them, nail polish, uh, wearing different kinds of strappy high heels that are super sexy and boots that are super sexy. So you've got a whole variety of things that you can put on your feet for the visual effect. You could even adorn them with things like Mendy or using um, henna, right? So henna is gorgeous and it's been used for ever to beautify feet and hands and it's one of the most gorgeous ways i think to to give artistic quality to your feet and hands so i would include that in any of your feet and hands play 
hands too need to have cleaning. So you can always invite your lover in to get on a little uh, hand cleaning before you go sucking their fingers. So, um, so we talked about that as well, a little bit about some adding some art to your feet and hands. And then so that's visual effect and scent and taste and touch and listening. Listening for the most part always has to do with the conversation, listening to your partner, even when they give you responses like yeses and noes, or the conversation that you have that will either invite them into the play or not. And this will be something that always communication is key and that ears for listening are amazing. So also there, oh, we've got a few uh, few more ideas floating around here. There are tattoos somebody is writing about. Yes, tattoos are another great way. People get them on their ankles and hands and all kinds of places, and they can be beautiful. If you're not into having anything that's going to last a lifetime, then Mendy's a great way, or uh, play tattoos as well. And little gems can be beautiful that you can put on as well. So include all of your all of your senses and like I mentioned as well a little binding can be fun if your lover's into that you can also use uh, larger handcuffs like ankle cuffs to put them on the feet as well and uh, I just I'm thinking about like literally you can literally do anything with feet you could um, put silks on them you could wrap them up you could cozy them up you could suck them lick them you could there are so many ideas, which surprises me for a person who, me personally, have only had that one encounter with one person who was quite aggressive about that, who was very um, aggressively pushing that concept on me. Um, other than that, it's been very um, random, not, it wasn't like heavy duty play that way. It was just very uh, sporadic sort of experiences with feet. So for somebody who's a Piscean, they say that Pisces are supposed to have a thing for feet. I might actually start to develop an admiration for feet as I start to look at um, that. Although I do think I find women's feet more attractive because I love high heels and I love them on women's feet and I love high heel boots as well. And I do like a good looking pedicure. So I have to say, I think women's feet maybe are more attractive to me even though men's calves are super sexy. So I don't know, I'm kind of getting like this whole, there's something rumbling inside me and I'm curious where that's gonna go. I do not have my title for next week's show. And so if you have an idea and you would love for me to talk about it, message me and I would love to talk about that. So until next week, stay tuned in. And Thank you for out. listening to The Pleasure Zone with sensual movement artist, Milica Yelenich. The Pleasure Zone returns next Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Central, 6 p.m. Mountain, and 5 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by choosing to be turned on and tuned in to your body.